Hello and welcome to Stockcast Invest Wisely, the podcast about investing smartly and achieve the financial freedom that we all are aiming for. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Stockcast Invest Wisely. Today me and Sadrav are going to talk to you about some companies that we that we are doing the research about. And so welcome Sadrav. Thank you for having me. My pleasure, always. So we are going through some interesting times, as we all know that um, this global pandemic is still going strong. The winter is upon us, and the coronavirus cases are increasing rapidly. And stock market does not like uncertainty, and we are going through a really uncertain times. Something that is once in a century moment right now. I have never seen a moment like that in my. last 5 years of investing history uh not only the coronavirus cases are increasing rapidly but also election is coming up the us elections are uh, going to be in like 4 days from now and uh, no one knows what is going to be the outcome the polls suggest biden will win however you never know because of the complicated uh, election uh, that they have in us uh, state system Uh, Trump can also win, and this is a uncertainty at the moment. And coronavirus cases are increasing rapidly in Europe, in America, in Asia as well. And we don't know how long this will last. The winter is. We'll also have the lockdown. Yes, yes, and that's a good point. We have a lockdown now in Germany, in France, in Europe, and they call it so-called lock, a uh, soft lockdown. And we don't know how this soft lockdown is gonna be, because uh, if the history suggests. in israel they did the soft lockdown it did not really work and they had to then do the the hard lockdown like they shut down everything and only then the numbers went down what do you think about asadra about this soft lockdown um i honestly don't know so much about like soft lockdown and how it's going to work um i know that just uh, that this is going to go on for the foreseeable future um and even if they do hard lockdown then at some point they have to open up again uh, i think the best thing they can do is to lockdown hope the numbers go down so that the healthcare system doesn't get overloaded and yeah and uh, just weather through it yeah but still is an uncertainty and 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 because of that this week has been the messy week really messy week when we when we talk about the stock market like this week has been the worst week since march when there was also a peak of coronavirus cases so sir what what do you think about this uh, current stock market situation do you think it's going to get worse um i mean if you look at the general history the stock market has had phases like this all the time um like if you go back even to i think 1920s or not maybe yeah that but you see this pattern like every few years every maybe 5 to 10 years a crisis emerges the stock market goes through the bull and bears and uh it goes on uh, every time uh, so yeah i agree the, yeah 
Yeah, I also coronavirus. Yeah, it's I don't know. I can't say anything about it. No one can predict anything. So yeah, sure. I mean, no one can predict the future, but uh, in the long run, the stock market tends to go up, and and there can be. I mean, it it can also bring you some opportunity. Uh, yeah. Of course, we all want that that this pandemic goes away and and less and less uh, people get this virus and there are less casualties. Of course, yeah, we don't want that. But uh, in a other uh, other uh, if you look at the other picture, uh, this is the uncertain time and and people are panicking and this can bring you some opportunities to invest. I mean, if you were uh, thinking about buying some really good quality premium stocks for a long time, but you were never had the opportunity to buy at a good discount, this might be the time for you. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's uh, look at the example of Johnson & Johnson. Um, I believe that it's a really high quality company and this might be a good time to start your position and build up your position. So, so but of course, there is always a risk that um, if the situation gets worse economically, then of course, uh, the stock market will also follow it. But over the long run, uh, it might be a good time uh, opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, some of the uh, greatest investors of all time, uh, they um, taught that the best times to invest in the stock market is when everyone is else uh, selling. Everyone else is panicking. And uh, uh, for example, Benjamin Graham, Benjamin Graham was it? Uh, he was, uh, I think, like the father of modern investing or something. Um, he basically, um, his thesis was that uh, you should always go for companies that have a good financial situation and, and buy them at a discount. And those situations, those opportunities happen in a times where uh, a lot of uncertainties, uncertainties happen and people are selling the market and the prices go down below a level that they normally are for certain companies. So I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the topic of the day. So me and Sadra, we have uh, been doing some research about uh, some companies and Sadra has his own uh, uh, company that he will share with us. And then afterwards, I will also talk to you about the company that I actually invested in this week. I started my position in this, uh, it's a new position in my portfolio. And I've been following this company uh, for a long time. And I'm sure most of you know about this company. So I will tell you why I bought it, what I think about the future of this company. And if I plan to add to this position in the future as well. So Sadra, let's start with you. Uh, could you please share with us the company that you have been uh, looking into? Yes, absolutely. So this is uh, a company again that is more or less, or should I say, like lies in the area my, of my interest. And uh, as you mentioned, as you remember, we talked about, uh, I, I talked about how I basically changed my strategy regarding my portfolio that I only go for, towards companies that uh, orientate towards my uh, personality, interest, as well as vision for the future. And this company, they are in the business of uh, producing, they're an OEM of uh, electric scooters and not scooters that you, you know, uh, are very small and have two handles Then you start, uh, ride like a skateboard, no, but uh, motor scooters. Uh, they look like small Vespas. 
and uh, that's what the other term for them are. And this company is actually based in China and uh, they were founded in 2014. Um, and they uh, basically became profitable in 2019. And uh, they have had actually relatively healthy margins in terms of uh, net margins and gross margins. They have had good margins in that as an OEM. And they are uh, basically called NIU. Now, some of the listeners may already be familiar with this company, uh, but uh, I think that uh, this company is going to play a very big role in providing alternative mobility solutions uh, for city dwellers. Um, now, the reason is that it's, uh, I said city dwellers because this, uh, these scooters are due to their lower range compared to electric vehicles are suited mainly for cities. Of course, if someone lives outside the city and it's not living too far from a city uh, city center, they can absolutely also use a uh, scooter like this to do their daily commute. And um, so the way that works is that uh, the scooter basically has removable battery. So whenever you reach your destination, uh, you can just remove the battery, take it with you and charge it for uh, two hours. I think within two hours, you can charge it uh, probably up to like 50% uh, or so. And uh, then you put it back in your uh, motorcycle or electric motorcycle and you can drive off again, ride off again. And um, that's like, uh, and I did actually the research about this company uh, since a few months. And I always thought this is a very interesting concept. So uh, this is a company, this company is going to be probably my next investment. Okay, um, good. So uh, it's quite interesting. I mean, I have, uh, I, I've also observed that more and more electric scooters are uh, coming up in the city. It, it actually makes sense because uh, if you have a car, and if you're stuck in the traffic jam, it takes a long time to get out of it. But if you have a scooter, I think you can uh, you can find your way even if you're in the traffic jam. And it's e much easier in the city center, maybe not outside the city, maybe it's not so feasible, uh, cars are better uh, option. But in the city center, when uh, I think it's, it's faster if you are taking the even bicycle or electric bicycle or, or the electric scooters. Yep. So, so you think that in the big cities, in the congested cities like Shanghai or, or, or Tokyo, I think it's it's a good, uh, or even in Asian cities like um, in Indian city, Mumbai, or even in- Yeah, Pakistan. it's actually, even right now, they're hugely popular, especially in China. And um, I can't even say my home country, uh, which is Iran, um, they have started uh, basically selling those vehicles. Not, not this particular company, but the general, usage of uh, electric motor scooters or electric motors. Um, they have been expanding very rapidly in the last few years. And this particular company, they sold a, a quarter million units just in the last quarter. So that's 250,000 units just in one quarter. That shows that they have at the moment um, 1 million production capacity. So they have a huge 
capacity for growth in the future. Okay. What about the competition? I mean, I'm sure there is no, they are not the only Chinese uh, electric scooter maker, right? Yeah, absolutely. They have more or less as a moat, what the terminology that Warren Buffett uses, uh, their production capacity, and they are the, the biggest producer of uh, electric scooters, electric motors in China. Uh, I should say lithium ion based uh, electric scooters because before electric uh, ion battery scooters, they were, they were using um, um, lead acid batteries, but there's a lot of issues with lead, lead acid batteries or have many disadvantages. But at the moment, uh, the market for lithium ion electric scooters has been expanding very rapidly. Uh, so because, and the thing is because the market for it is very huge, um, the competition will not be able to, they're not competing for a limited number of customers. So even if the competitors come, comes along, uh, they will capture a certain share of the market, but they will grow along with NEO. They will not, uh, at least based on the projections that I've seen from the company uh, and from the growth of the market itself, I wouldn't expect uh, them to lose out so much to the competition because of the amount of head start that they have also. Okay, uh, sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm also getting interested in this company and I should also look into it in more detail. So when I look in the stock, um, their stock price at the moment, they are trading at 20, around $26 and they IPO'd in, uh, they IPO'd. They did in 2000, October, 2018. Yeah, exactly. And, and they had a really good run so far. So since they IPO'd, they have appreciated around 200%. Yep. So do you think they are overvalued because of their uh, really good run so far? Um, I, I would say at the moment, it's a little overvalued, but uh, I have actually set a price target for them at which point I will be going for the purchase. And what's that price? Will you tell us? Um, okay, I would say, yeah, $20. Okay, so that's moment the is, that you will enter. Yeah, at the moment it's 26, is it, or 28? Yeah, it's around 26.27. Yeah, yeah. When it comes around 20, that is the point where I'll be buying. Of course, this is only, I done this, my own research. So anyone who wants to buy NEO, they should their own, do their own research. So this is just my understanding, so. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, uh, what I uh, really find interesting is that they were not really affected by Corona. So year to date, only in this year, they have appreciated around 200% just this year. Yep. So, so uh, why, why do you think, is, is, is COVID-19 actually helping them to, to, to sell more electric scooters? Um, uh, I mean, the corona situation affected their sales in the first quarter, I think, but they recovered very fast from that. Um, and at the moment in China, they are more or less I think pushing uh, from everywhere, even like from the government side, they're pushing very hard to keep the economy growing. And uh, now I can't say like if uh, this is going for how long this growth will continue, but uh, 
at least based on the sales of this company, I saw that they were able to recover very well from the corona crisis and sort of more or less like how Tesla handled it. Um, and I wouldn't say that future uh, lockdowns, I mean, based on my own guess, uh, would affect the, maybe it would affect the sales a bit, but people still need to go places and having a very cheap alternative is a very good choice for a lot of people. Uh, so, and that being an electric scooter, because you, they, you need, uh, don't need so much investment and to buy a car and you can go to your, any destination that you like. And it's very practical because you can charge a battery any place you like. Okay. Good. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. Uh, I will also look into it if I like it or not. I'm not sure at the moment, but I need to uh, research a bit more. Good. So uh, let's talk about the second stock that I am personally interested in. I have been following this for several months now, but did not have the courage to start a position. This week, I, I found a good entry point. So they recently announced uh, their earnings of this quarter and uh, the earnings were pretty good, but even then the stock price, uh, price got hammered. The stocks got, hammer, got hammered. It went down uh, uh, quite a lot actually. So the stock that I am talking about is Spotify. Uh, I'm sure if you're not living under the rock, you must have heard this name and you m might have also used uh, their app, their product. Yes. The ticker symbol is SPOT, and uh, it's a Swedish company, and it has, uh, at the moment, it is trading at around 240 around, it is trading at, yeah, it's uh, at 240 actually, uh, um, uh, Friday price. So yeah, so it, it has a really good earning release, but even then the stock price went down. Um, so let's look at their earnings results that they, that they reported this week. They actually have actually had really good user growth. They have uh, they have a monthly active users of around 320 million, which is actually 29% year over year increase. Their subscribers uh, went to 144 million, which is also a substantial 27% year over year increase. So they are actually growing really well. They have met or beat expectations in all the regions that they are operating in. They are operating in several countries. Um, they, are, they are in more than 92 markets, more than 90 markets worldwide. And their aim is to build the world's number one audio network. They want to be the Netflix of audio. And many of their strategies are actually following the Netflix strategy. They, uh, and I will come to that in a moment. Uh, so, uh, Sadra, uh, uh, before I uh, continue uh, my talk about Spotify, uh, have you also used it um, so far? Yes, yes, I use it. I, I haven't. I don't have the premium of it, but I absolutely sometimes listen to podcasts within uh, within Spotify, and okay. sometimes uh, listen to podcasts about history. Sometimes I listen to music. Uh, yeah, it's a very useful platform. Yeah, it is. And I, I not only, I mean, they're they are not the only one in this market. Uh, there are also other companies like Google have their own uh, platform. Apple has a really strong um, uh, podcast and music platform as well. Apple Podcasts, they call it as well. Then so how they are they doing uh, compared to their competitors? 
It's, it's similar to what you also, also mentioned about the NEO. So they are also in a market which is growing. So the streaming market has a lot of room for growth. And it, it's, 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 it's good to have a healthy competition in this uh, area, actually. I mean, if you look at the video streaming, uh, if you look at the Netflix, they also have a tough competition with Amazon, uh, Disney, um, Hulu, uh, HBO. Similarly, in audio streaming, I think it was a long time uh, coming that someone had to um, innovate in this domain. And I think Spotify is the one which is leading in this area. They are the one who are really innovating consistently and the others are still behind, they're following it. So I have been using Spotify for several years and I've also started using Amazon Music as well as Apple, as well as Google. And I must say, I, I'm back to the Spotify because I so like their interface, the user interface. It's kind of addictive uh, as well as really easy to use. And this is where I think Spotify is still much better. And the competition is still tough, I must say, but let's talk about Spotify for now. So if you look at uh, uh, their numbers, they have been going consistently. They have been, the growth has not slowed down. Uh, and if you look at the innovation, what have, been, what have they been doing? They have really, trans, they are transition, transitioning from a music platform to a podcast and audio platform. And that's what they aspire to be. So they have done some really good de uh, deals recently. So what they have done, they have uh, made uh, contracts with really famous people uh, in the podcasting. Uh, one of them is Joe Rogan, who is, I think, arguably one of the famous and best uh, podcaster in the world right now. It, it is a multi-million uh, deal that they have done. Then they have also uh, made a deal with Michelle Obama and Kim Kardashian to make the podcast. I didn't know about those. Yeah. And uh, they have also multi-year partnership with the Warner Bros and DC to produce and distribute original content. And this is where I think Spotify is going to be really strong to do so the only content. Audio, right? For DC and... Uh, yes, it is going to be the audio podcast. But I heard that they are also offering video on their platform. Yes, this is also their plan. Now they also plan to start the video. Uh, so the podcaster can also do the video podcast. So in that way, they can, they can connect with the fans in a better way, in a more interactive way. This is possible. We might use it in the future as well. You never, you never know. Yeah. Right? Do you think there will be, in terms of video, be a competitor to YouTube? Um, will they be well, able to challenge YouTube in any way? Well, it's going to be a crowded uh, market anyway. The video and audio, there will be many options to choose from. So it's not a one-player game anymore. So uh, I believe that multiple platforms can survive and grow in this day and age. So it's, I, I don't think it's gonna be, the competition is, should not be the concern here. Of course, there will, there will be some competition there and there might be some, some sentiment changing, but I believe that YouTube and Spotify, even Amazon, Apple uh, TV, uh, as well as Disney, I think all of them have the room to grow and, and for the consumer, it's really good because the consumer will be getting really good prices. And we might expect some bundles in the future. So it's possible uh, that Spotify might make a deal with HBO or Disney to compete with uh, Google or Apple, right? So it's gonna, be, it's gonna be interesting in the future how it develops.
this whole market. The coming to financials of a company, uh, how are their margins in terms of profit, uh, the gross margin, profit margin? So is it like a healthy level? So at the moment, uh, if you look at Spotify, they are not yet profitable because uh, just like uh, Neo or even Tesla, their focus is not profits. And as investors, I think sometimes investors get really focused on profits, but the focus should not be on the profits. Of course, it should be in the long run, but in the current moment, the focus should be on the innovation. If the company is investing in innovation and is, if they are doing something to further grow and get the market and get the number one position in the market, that then I will not look at that. I will, the profits will not be the first thing to look at from my perspective. Yeah, uh, so they're still in their growth phase at the moment. Exactly. Not, yeah. Just like Amazon was in early 2010s or even 2000s, just like Tesla five years before. So, so Spotify is in the growth stage right now. However, the good thing is they are they have a positive free cash flow. So, so that's a really healthy sign. So they are actually free cash flow positive but they're investing so much and they're making so big deals as you know, I mean, I just mentioned the big partnerships that they have done. Because of that, they are not yet profitable. But I believe five years from now, they will be profitable from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, sounds like a very interesting uh, company to invest in, I think. Exactly. So let me tell you a bit more about the innovation side which is where I uh, my focus is. So my investing strategy is to focus on the companies which are innovating because I believe in the long run, innovation wins. And the companies who, some companies or big companies who are really addicted to profits, I would say. And, and sometimes it's not a good thing because then you do not have the money to invest because if you want to be profitable and if you want to have a really good margins, then the shareholders want the companies to make profit. What happens is that the company does not have in enough uh, money to invest, or maybe they do not have the ideas to invest. So, so it's very, really important for the companies to survive in the long run that they keep innovating. And that's where I believe Spotify is really good at the moment. So what they have done, they have added more innovative features recently. So one of the feature is search by lyrics. So this is a new feature where you can find songs globally and and on any device by just writing the lyrics. The other uh, uh, um, feature that we just discussed is a video podcast. So, and the other one that they're doing is they are creating more ways uh, so that the creators can connect with the fans. So one of the things which they have done, which I've personally used, is that they are creating promo cards. So the creators can create really uh, fascinating promo cards for their fans and to share on the social media. They have also added polls feature, which is a new way for podcasters to interact in uh, in the app in real time with their listeners. They're also adding virtual events as well. So in the current situation, I think it's more and more important to be able to have the virtual events. So these are some of the things that they have added and they have added new audio experiences recently. 
If you go back a few months back in the quarter two report, they have added some more features in that report as well. They have added several new uh, original content uh, in the Southeast Asia, in India, in Brazil, in several countries they are creating original content in Australia as well. And uh, they have tried to enhance the user experience. So they are streaming on Xfinity as well, where millions of customers across the US can also um, uh, um, share the content as well. So yeah, so overall, um, in general, I would say that Spotify, in my point of view, have a good bright future. And if they keep innovating, I think they are gonna be profitable and much bigger company than they are right now. If you look at their numbers, annually uh, in 2019, they have made almost 7 billion in revenue and just 186 million in loss. If you look at their recent quarter in uh, the third quarter, they have made the revenue of around 2 billion, almost 2 billion, $1.98 billion in sales and just 100 million in loss. So they are still in loss, but I think they are growing their revenue. And I think um, with the economies, uh, economics of scale, I think they will be profitable. I think maybe give it, uh, give it uh, two years and I think they will be profitable and they will have some good margins. So how has the uh, pandemic affected the Spotify stock market or the company itself, not just the stock market, the company itself? I think they, ha they were beneficiary of this situation because um, more and more people were stuck at home and I think they were consuming more content. So there was more user engagement so we, and which is already visible in their monthly active users uh, growth. Yeah, I can imagine that because a lot of people spend a lot more time at home. They're not, uh, you know, in the commute or at work. And I mean, I guess a lot of people can't listen to podcasts at work uh, yeah. when they're at however, the office. However, Sadra, if you if look at um, uh, the peak of uh, the pandemic, uh, when uh, there was lockdown almost everywhere, um, not many people were driving. And you know, when people are driving, they actually, actually listen to radio or podcast or music. And that's where actually the, engagement went down on the people who were on the move because there were not so many people on the move. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's actually impacted uh, the user engagement of all of these platforms. However, even then Spotify uh, was able to grow their um, user base, yeah. um, which is quite uh, encouraging and impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds very interesting that, I mean, and they're in a unique position that they're not so much affected by the corona situation. So um, that's a exactly, exactly. good situation. And that's, and that's also the reason why I started a position this week because the stock price actually got uh, uh, got quite a beating uh, this week because if I just look at the, it was trading at, in the beginning of this week, it was trading at $283. And, and at the close of the, uh, this week, closing of the week, they are trading at around $240. So there is already almost $40 drop in their price. And, and this was quite surprising to me because they actually beat every single um, um, expectation in their report, in their third quarter earnings report. The only thing which 
might have caused this drop is that the CEO said that they are planning to increase their subscription price, the premium subscription price. And the argument which he gave is that he thinks that the platform is now worth more than it was some, uh, some years from now, like one or two years before. Because, and the reason why he's saying it, because the, there is so much audio content available now on the platform, especially podcast, which has grown massively in one year. And because of that, uh, the CEO thinks that it is valued more and that's why he plans to increase the subscription price. This was a long time coming because it was mentioned before as well by the company that they will increase their price, but it was not yet increased. But now I think that now is the time they are gonna increase the price now. And because of that, I think the stock price uh, has, uh, the market stock market has not taken it um, in a positive way. But I believe it's a positive thing. From my point of view, the company, I will give you again the example of Tesla because they also recently announced that they are gonna increase their autonomous driving uh, software price to $10,000 before it was $8,000. And the reason, they, they get the same reason as well. They think that software is now worth more. It gives you more value and that's why they're increasing the price. In the same way, Spotify also thinks it's more valuable and that's why they're doing that. And I think that, that the company believes that they, are, they have such a strong market position, just like Netflix, that they can increase the price and still get, uh, still be able to increase their users base. So that's why I actually took it positive and I started my position. So what's your take on it, Sandra? I think that's a very interesting, let's say development in terms of price because it creates a very good opportunity. And uh, the podcast industry is something that's not going to be so much affected by situations like this. So I think that's a very, good opportunity for investing in a company like this. I actually myself may do a little more research on Spotify, um, but I have to stick with my uh, more or less uh, strategy, but it's definitely something to consider. And this recording is going to be uploaded to podcast, right? To, uh, to Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another reason to <laughs> think yeah, about so, Spotify, yeah. Yeah, you're contributing to the stock market price. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I made. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. So um, it's good that I also got your interest, Sadra, in this company as well. So we will keep in touch and we will uh, discuss more about it. And uh, uh, I'm sure that our listeners also uh, got some uh, new um, uh, new overview about these companies, and they also might uh, think about uh, some in, in more in, in this direction and they might be interested also. Uh, but of course, they, they have to do their own research and, and, and see if this makes uh, sense in their portfolio or not. Uh, at the end, of course, everyone should make their own decision and should do their own research before investing in any, in any company because at the end of the day, it's still stock market is still risky. Uh, don't forget that we are in a bull market since 2009 uh, and, uh, uh, and you never know when the bear market is coming. So you should always be prepared for the worst. You should always have enough savings to survive six months, one years, uh, something like that, depending on your personal situation. If you're single or married, you have kids 
or you're a close to retirement. But of course, at the end of the day, we all want to uh, invest. We all want to invest in good assets and we all want to achieve the financial freedom uh, sooner or later. And uh, so I hope you, 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 were, you, had, you were able to get some value from this episode. Um, so invest wisely and until next time. Please keep in mind that we are not financial advisors and do your own research before making any investment decisions.